Hi, I'm Brandon. I love prime Christmas movies. I had to go through the Rolodex. I'm Dan, and I despise prime Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and I'm suddenly hungry for pastry. And this is, is the, the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. <laughs> Brandon and friends host this podcast. <laughs> We hope you like this jolly podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Monday edition of Deck the Hallmark. And you know what that means. Yeah, I do. It's Christmas Monday. It's Christmas every Monday around here. You can't have a case of the Mondays here on Deck the Hallmark. (laughs) Sure can. It's impossible. Not with the Christmas. We review the best and worst that TV Christmas movies have to offer. And I say worst. With an asterisk and a hyphen and a bold and a everything, because typically Brand has chosen the worst movies for us to cover. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we can pin that one squarely on Brand. I think he's working with what he's working with. Uh, yeah, know? I'm doing the best. I'm just going through and picking things. Alonzo's being kind. Now, look, I, I'm. Has he picked some stinkers? Yes. <laughs> Were the stinkers sitting there waiting to be picked? Also, yes. Yeah, F- true, true, find true, true. me a better Shutter original Christmas movie from 2022. <laughs> well, that's fair. If we want to narrow it down to that, then yes. But find me a better movie than Unicorn for Christmas. Just throw a rock, you'll hit something. We're trying to hit as many as possible, mm. as many networks. Mm. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's all, all you're I'm saying. saying. That's all I'm saying. This one on the Prime. That's you say Prime has something in common. Oh, I see. Okay. A Christmas movie to watch now. Okay, keep going. And it should be good. Okay. Are you gonna, and I, I said, say, what, what about something, something from, from Tiffany's? Now that. Yeah. Man, that was good. That was good. Man, that was Worth good. Worth it. Uh, very excited to break this one down, but even more excited to talk about all that Philo has to offer. Of course. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> I've been on this program. We're on the we're on the Philo, but also so much is on the Philo. Just get digging. Just get digging. Just get digging. Just get digging. Do you remember the movie Holes with Shia LaBeouf? I do. Okay, you know how they dug holes? Yeah. You can do something similar to that, but with content. I you just thought kinda... you were going to say Holes was on Philo, and you were very excited. It's one of your favorite movies i don't i can neither confirm or deny that but you went a different direction yeah no it's Could like have used anything to say dig a hole and you went with a movie called holes called holes yes <laughs> that's a, you can see how i got there all that to say is just keep digging you're gonna keep finding stuff you're gonna be like what that's on follow what wow what and the next thing you know the hole that you were supposed to dig for the day has been dug I, I know things. Are I don't lost. think you're helping your case here by making it sound like prison work. No, um, no, I, I don't think that that's. We could re-record the whole segment if you'd like, because basically you said that's not what I'm saying. Instead of prison work, dig into Philo for a you're, movie that may not be there. Putting words. <laughs> you're putting words in my mouth. What I'm saying. I think this metaphor left the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Was yeah, it yeah. a good metaphor? No. no. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. That I think is fair. Yes. That I think is fair. <laughs> All uh, I'm saying is I wear great shirts on these segments, and if you're not watching Philo, yes. there it is. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's way better than what I said. Um, <laughs> you yeah. Get digging, Philo. Get, get digging. <laughs> get digging. Get digging on Philo. <laughs> 
Um, something from Tiffany's is what we're talking about today. Uh, it originally dropped, as the kids call it, on December 9th, 2022, and it went a little something like this. We're in New York City, and a guy and his daughter, Ethan and Daisy, are looking at engagement rings at... Tiffany's. You guys got it. Uh, they walk outside and this dude bumps into his daughter accidentally. He keeps walking. He's looking at his phone. He's so distracted that he gets hit by a taxi. Ethan runs over to check on him, but an ambulance shows up pretty quickly and so he gets out of the way so they can do their job and he scurries on his way. We then meet Rachel who's making dinner for her boyfriend Gary. Gary. Come Gary. on, Gary. Um, she gets a call from Gary's phone. Turns out he got hit by a taxi. He's the guy. So she runs over to the hospital, and uh, he's all good. Everything's on the up and up here, but does need to stay a little bit longer. So she takes his bag of stuff that you get when you get hit by a taxi and have to go to the hospital where they put all of the things into a bag, and she's like, I'll take this home. On her way out, she bumps into Ethan and Daisy, who have come to make sure that the guy that they saw got struck by a vehicle uh, is okay. And uh, she gives him the rundown, and Daisy tells Rachel everything about them. Literally anything you want to know, she tells him, and it is adorable. Uh, She tells him to come to the bakery, and she'll properly thank them for coming to check on old Gare Bear. Uh, So uh, she gets back to her apartment, throws the bag of stuff on the couch, and a tiny smaller bag falls out of that bag mm-hmm. it's a bag from tiffany's somebody got something from tiff uh, oh i see what uh, we did. inside is what looks like a ring box and she's like oh my, my uh she wants to open it but feels bad because you know he hasn't given it to her but if it is a ring box she's not sure if she's ready for that Ethan is a a professor over at UCLA but he's in town he uh, wrote a book once it was a little bit of a flop kind of wants to get back into that game Um, him and his daughter both love New York and all that good stuff so it's good to be back for the holidays Uh, after a meeting he heads to Rachel's bakery he notices that she's swamped, and he's like, hey, uh, I can make a coffee. And she says, okay. Uh, they crush it, and then they crush it. And by that, I mean they start cru- they They're talking. They're cru- okay. crushing. Okay. Yeah. See, it's crushing like Crushing cru- on each yes. other. Yes. I don't know. Not one of my best. You dig uh, it. Dig. Uh, Go d- you dig. Dig it, <laughs> uh, Yemen. Uh, including uh, him. Uh, showing her his secret spot, which turns out not to be all that secret of a spot. Uh, she gets a call uh, and finds out uh, uh, that you've got to go home, got to see old Gare Bear, and uh, he finds out that his girlfriend's plane has showed up, so I guess I should go pick her up. Uh, they, the next morning, it's Christmas. Didn't see it coming. It's Christmas already. Uh, it's Christmas and it starts right now. Rachel is nervous to open up the present from Tiffany's, and Ethan is nervous to give his present from Tiffany's. She opens up the present, and it is an engagement ring. Whoa. Wow, great, wonderful. But it's Ethan's ring that he bought that we saw him buy. So Ethan's girlfriend opens up the box from Tiffany's, and it's 
earrings. Clearly earrings that Gary meant to give to Rachel because Gary wasn't planning on proposing on Christmas morning. Gary assumed that he, you know, got struck by a vehicle and forgot a few days. So he just kind of rolls with it. He's like, yes, this ring I know about that I bought you. Will you marry me? Uh, And Ethan is just kind of like, cool. I'm glad you like the earrings. The next day, Ethan tries to meet Gary so that he can get the ring back. He finds Rachel, and she's like, oh, I'm about to go meet him for dinner if you want to come. And then Gary gets stuck at work being a real Gary about the whole situation. So Ethan and Rachel spend the evening hanging out together. And by the end, the snow is falling. New York City's doing its job. And uh, she's like, so did you actually come just to see Gary tonight? And he's like... Gotta go. Uh, The next day, he goes to Gary's tattoo shop and is like, hey, man, you have my ring. And Gary is like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And he's like, I know you know about it. And he's like, how do you know that? And he's like, I saw Rachel wearing it last night. And he's like, wait a second. What? You stay away from my fiance. Also, I don't know what you're talking about. Rachel goes to Tiffany's to get a care kit, you know, because she bakes a lot and stuff. So you got to take care of that ring. And the person who sold Ethan the ring is also the person that's selling her a care kit. And is like, I remember that ring. I'm, I bet the three of you are going to be so happy. And she's like, the three of us. And she's like, yes. Uh, your fiance's daughter, Daisy. She was funny. Mem- what a memory. What a memory what a on memory her. On what her. a memory. No uh, it all becomes very clear to Rachel what has happened. The next day, uh, she's like, hey, Gare, uh, how'd you afford this ring? You didn't. You, you, you bought it, right, with money? And he's like, okay, uh, you, you know what happened. He tells her that he messed up, but seeing her with the ring confirmed uh, in his mind that he does want to be uh, engaged to her. He does want to marry her. So he said, you know what? When life gives you a ring, you go through with the engagements. Um, And she's like, okay, well, let's give back the ring, though. And uh, he's like, okay, but we can still we can still do this thing. And she's like, yeah. Uh, Ethan comes in and is like, hey, um, I know about everything. I made you some bread. Uh, Enjoy that. Um, The the bread, though, apparently had the ring baked into it. Uh, because he goes and uh, he and his uh, girlfriend are pulling the bread as you do. The ring comes flying out. Uh, and he also kind of fumbles his way into a proposal. Uh, she says yes. And Daisy seems kind of bummed by this at this point. Uh, it's New Year's Eve and everyone is happy. His fiance calls the bakery and is like, hey, if we could get a small table to celebrate, your bakery kind of played a role in our engagement. That'd be wonderful. Uh, Gary shows up with his best buddy to celebrate the engagement, and his best buddy is a dummy and is like, it's so wild that you're engaged, even though the night they all met, he was going to hook up with somebody else. And that this is news to her. Uh, really bothers her that he this that that's how that ultimately happened. And so she's like, hey, I do think that we should break up. Ethan and Vanessa simultaneously walk into the bakery, and it all comes out about the ring and the mix-up, and it comes out that uh, the, the that he didn't even know about the ring in the bread and so they have a conversation turns out that Vanessa doesn't even want to live in New York City like a monster and so they decide to break up 
Daisy tells her dad, hey, I think you should go for it with Rachel after, you know, being sad about a breakup for a few hours. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. He sends her flowers. Those flowers don't immediately get to Rachel, uh, but the flowers had a note that said, hey, if you feel a little something between us, come meet us at the, at the, at the special spot in the afternoon. Uh, and so she shows up uh, what seems to be a little bit like they were getting ready to leave. Um, and she's like, I do feel that way. Wonderful. They kiss. Fast forward a year. We're back at the bakery, and he ends up proposing with the very ring that caused all this to begin with. And that, my friends, was something from Tiffany's. We did it. We did do it. Let's take a quick break, and we will come back and uh, break this movie down with four segments here on Deck Deck the the Hallmark. Hallmark. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome back to Tech Homework. We're talking about something from Tiffany's, a, a Christmas movie from Prime from 2022. Let's break it down with four segments, starting with the hot take, and we will start with Alonzo. Alonzo, what did you think of something from Tiffany's? Uh, well, okay. Uh, That's a whole I'm, review from Alonzo right there. <laughs> that whole... Uh, I will say that this movie does the Christmas in New York part really well. Uh, It gives you that ambience and gives you, you know, the lights and the the snow and and the carolers and all of that stuff. Uh, I wish this were better in so many ways, you know? Like, I, I wish the characters had more in common than like you like that thing i like that thing um you know i i i wish that the 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 plot wasn't so contingent on people not having a single conversation about anything to explain what's going on also the grammarian in me really hates it when people use the term tiffany's because it is called tiffany and company sorry i get the feeling (laughs) i get the feeling they did not have the rights to that alonzo they, uh, you never see the name Tiffany and Company anywhere. Not do, on the box. On, on the door. You, you, you see on the door like the, of the store. Say Tiffany and Co. Yeah. yeah. Man. They I didn't see there. it anywhere. Uh, and so it's like, so yeah, t- Tiffany's is a thing that, that Truman Capote made up. And, you know, it's fine for that context, but it's just, it's not what the place is called. Anyway, that's a minor thing. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think this is an appealing cast. Uh, you know, Zoe Deutsch is very charming. Kendrick Sampson, a, a Hallmark vet. You guys might right. remember him from that uh, Fashionably Seattle fashion yours. movie. Yeah. I, I think so, yeah. But yeah yeah i just the 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 wait what's really pile up and the i just was just i just found myself getting really annoyed with everyone in the film and so it kind of got in the way of my rooting for them to get together but uh for on a, on a purely like yes they shot it in new york and yes it's winter sure yes plenty of that let's go back to brand and crazy town brand can you hear me <laughs> oh my gosh i love this movie yeah. so much i love this movie so much i i can't wait to rewatch it this oh Christmas. my goodness stop Ooh. it i loved it I are thought you it, serious i had an absolute blast you have a problem you have a problem 
You can't wait to rewatch something. I can't wait Disney's? to. I can't wait to show my wife this movie. I watched it by myself. I, I'm I'm not surprised because I think, and I get this, but Bran has a very soft spot for like trappings, and this movie, <laughs> Christmas wise, is trappings out the yin yang. Uh, also, daughter of Leah Thompson. You know how I feel about Leah Thompson. Uh, <laughs> but Zoe, I love her. I loved her in the setup. We had a, a wonderful conversation around the office yesterday about the setup on Netflix. It's a great flick. Um, I I love this movie. I thought I ju- it just made me feel good. It, it made me miss New York. And uh, I I think another thing I appreciate about this movie is it gave me Christmas feels while it being really about the the it's not just Christmas is in the end. It's the, it's only the beginning, which I really appreciate it. And that's also how I think about life. Uh, so I love this movie. I think of the movies we've watched for this on Mondays. This is my favorite of the year so far. Um, I absolutely loved it. And Dan, I don't need it from you. You can save your just being completely uh, uh, just overwhelmed in sorrow for your own miserable hot take, but don't bleed into mine. This is my time. Go dig a hole. Christmas number one is a way better movie. I like this one more than Christmas number one. Oh, my God. I'm not saying it's a better movie. I'm saying I liked it more. It's my favorite. Is it my turn yet, Brandon? Yeah, it's your turn to, okay, if you go, right. if you want to ruin so everyone's I, day. I, uh, well, Alonzo didn't like the movie. Wait a minute, me ruin everybody's day. Yeah, but day. who can be mad at Alonzo? <laughs> right. I mean, with that shirt on, especially. <laughs> I, uh, only on Philo TV. That's just want to be clear. Uh, so this movie looks the part, and I think we've yeah. already covered that, but it looks good. It looks, not only looks good, it looks like it's a good movie. Like when you start watching it, you feel as though you're watching a good movie, and then people open their mouths, and you realize you're not watching a good movie. You're watching a really, really bad movie that looks really good. Um, Zoe Deutsch, Kendrick, uh, Kendrick Sampson both have plenty of charisma to spare. There, there is only one adult in this entire movie that go, comes off completely unscathed from being the worst person ever, and it is Shay Mitchell, Vanessa, the girl that he dumps. She's the only person in well, this movie. she doesn't like New York City. That, but that is her only flaw, and she's open right. and it honest is, it about It is her. the worst flaw. She has the How cardinal dare sin. How she want to right. live in Los Angeles? She has, exactly right. She suffers the cardinal sin of liking L.A., more than New York. Now, you know I'm with you on New York yeah, over Listen, LA. give me people fumbling their way into engagement over not liking New York any day but of the week. But here's the thing, is those people don't fumble their way in. They lie, they're, they're mischievous, and they're selfish. All of them. Not the kid, not Vanessa. The rest of them can jump off the East River Bridge. I don't have any tolerance oh for any of those characters. They're awful human beings. Yet Gary's probably the worst, or his friend. But let's not act like uh, Zoe Deutsch or Kendrick Sampson are upstanding citizens. They're all terrible people. This movie is like top of the list of could have been solved with one honest conversation. No. Why are you throwing Zoe into this? What did she do to she be a awful a person? She in a loaf of bread, Bran. She asked <laughs> no one. She just jammed that sucker in there. He may throw that bread away. His daughter may take it to school. We don't know what's happening with that bread. He, She just jammed a ring in there. That's, Didn't tell anybody. That's his ring. It cost thousands of dollars. Yeah. She just jammed it in there. That's bad. You know it's bad. And then they open the bread, and he's like, yeah, surprise. Will you marry? 
Gary me, liar, you terrible human being. Gary is the worst. They're all bad. All of them but Vanessa. It is, the, these people are impossible to root for, aside from the fact that New York City is great in the wintertime, and these two have a lot of charisma. But the, the dialogue and the characters that we have created are awful. Awful, and it drove me nuts. I hated how much I hated this movie, because it looks great, and I wanted to love it because of the leads, but I hated it. That's where I end up on this movie, because characters matter. I agree to disagree. Let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about all the feels. Uh, what gave you the feels, Alonzo? Uh, well, I mean, you know, I think what 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 Dan just pointed out the the externals and the the contexts. Uh, you know, the Dean Martin of it all. The, you know, they they clearly they spent some money on this. Um, uh, my my dear friend Rose Abdu plays the 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 sales lady at Tiffany, so that was nice to see her, especially because she has that line about remembering Daisy's name because it's like a flower, and her name is Rose. Anyway, that's just you know, a little inside joke there. Um, yeah, beyond that, I, it's funny. At one point, I wrote down the Baxters don't suck in this, and then later, like, oh wait, they do. Oh boy, do they. <laughs> Like they, Gary is pin Badgley in he, in you bad. He is he is like he's killed some folks. Yeah, Gary is terrible, and and I I do have a very close friend named Gary, and I because of that I've become aware of how much movies and TV shows use the name Gary as a shorthand for this guy sucks. Yeah, um, which is unfair to all the Garys out there, but this Gary is terrible. He's real bad. Yeah, scary Gary. <laughs> Every time Daisy said anything, it gave me feels. She was just the cutest, and I loved it. And she should be in every movie. The kid is the best part of this movie. Oh, she is, yeah. but she, by the end of it, even she is too mature for words. Like when she's given dad relationship yeah, advice, I, like okay, movie, calm down. One of the what the hallmarks prime prime the pump. I don't know what we're gonna call it, but <laughs> prime the pump. For sure. uh, the the kid. How old is she supposed to be? Because at the beginning of this movie, it's like she's like late elementary school. At the end of this movie, it's like she's like in eighth grade and has had some relationship drama of her own. Like, I don't know where that is. I think she was like 12. Yeah, that, that was a little bit of a sliding scale. But she's adorable and she does a good job playing her character and her character is written very very well even if it's very forward i think her character is one you can pull for unlike anyone else in the movie save for vanessa who because she likes la is the devil she's herself. the she's the biggest yeah. villain in this movie <laughs> <laughs> la are you kidding me right now over over new york uh, you, you kidding me right now kidding me right now oh my gosh <laughs> Honestly, the fact that Alonzo lives in LA is the, literally the worst thing about him. Well, everything that, else, <laughs> everything else about Alonzo is perfect. It's, and then I find out he lives in LA, and I'm like, do I even want to be friends? But here's with the that? thing: is Alonzo not only lives in LA, he's a def- like an LA apologist. Like he will, like he is a legit. He's the the guy who's from from uh, LA that makes the 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 argument weaker because he's he's a legitimate good guy in los angeles and he knows a lot of other ones and he knows a lot of other people who are good in la and so he he kind of ruins the whole la sucks thing and i know new yorkers who are great too and they love it there and they're happy there and more power to them but i I, i'm here and i love it and 
I don't see why that's a, I don't know why the, the, the movie has to come up with something else. that's a character flaw for this yeah. woman. She literally does everything right. All movies. She is wonderful. She's caring. She is thoughtful. Her flight got delayed once. And she, and she, well, th- th- okay. I, I will say they do give her the fact that she's not particularly supportive of this guy's writing career. Yeah. That's yeah. They try to throw that at the end, but, but even yeah, that had he been honest and said, I want to write a book. And she, her whole thing was, is like, why didn't you tell me you wanted to stay in New York? Like, we could have had this conversation years ago, not True. while me wearing a ring. Like, what, one in a series of conversations that need to be had that yeah. don't in this She's movie, the yeah. only one that's not a complete monster, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, but have you heard about, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina? Ooh, Ooh. yeah, that's the best of both worlds. It's like <laughs> L.A. and New York. Oh, that's what I've always said about it. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the wait, what, and the what, the hall. We'll prime the prompt here. I'm back the whole <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, you're doing well today on a Monday. And if not, the Weight Watts are here. Hopefully, you'll get a little chuckle, a little chuckle, chuckle. Alonzo, what in this movie made you go, wait, what? Okay, so the first thing that we see professional chef Zoe Deutsch do in this movie is cut into lemons that she has not washed yet. (laughs) Ew. No. Little, little peppermint soap, something. Yes. You wash your lemons before you cut into them. As a, this is your public service announcement. Um, F, uh, yes. How how many hospitals are there in New York City? <laughs> Only one. Because they just seem to know exactly. Yep. Which we got to go to the hospital. The hospital. And to put that like, in perspective, there are two massive hospital chains in yeah that Greenville. <laughs> <laughs> that is on my list as well. I mean, like that. He is he is he at like Columbia? Is he at Cedar Side? Like, there's a lot of choices there, and they're just like, you know, oh, the hospital, the one in Manhattan that everyone goes to. Um, okay, <laughs> Gary, Gary among his among Gary. his other flaws is a is an up and coming tattoo artist who does not seem to have a single tattoo on him, and I don't know if that's a thing because he has I, tattoos. I didn't see any. Where he when? has one on his uh, on his wrist. He has two because I I distinctly remember early on being like he would never be in a Hallmark movie because of the tattoos. Okay, because she has one that yeah. she that he gave her and stuff. Yeah. I was I didn't I did not see them and I thought that seemed uh, suspect. And frankly, even if he just got that, like, yeah, he's not full sleeved. Which that yeah, tattoo art. The ones that I had, that I have come into contact with, like they are. They're walking billboards. No, they're the they're known for only having small ones that mean a lot to them. <laughs> <laughs> that are easy to make with fake ink. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, those were like the big ones just because a lot of this just boils down to like the things that we aren't talking about. The Can we unpack uh, uh, the best friend, by the way, who not only actively hates Gary, but also like arranges for... Ethan and Vanessa to come have their dinner during the engagement. Oh my gosh. Like what are we even doing? I don't know what her plan was there. She she's awful too. She's terrible too. Every adult in the movie that is not Vanessa is awful, including her. And she's supposed to be comic relief. And she has some really good line deliveries in this movie, but let's not make it something. It's not. She's a mean person who just goes above and beyond to, to just make things worse. That's what she's doing in the movie. Maybe. Um, but this is, 
so they're they're walking out. I think this is right after they finish uh, the the shift that they work together. When she you know calls him into the kitchen uh, to do some work, which you know is that allowed? I don't know. But they're walking down the street, and she pulls out not the croissant, but whatever the uh, cornetto. 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 She takes a bite of it. Is having a wonderful time, and then to close out the scene she says she says let's get the rest of these to the shelter which <laughs> means that she took bread, bread from, from the, the shelter, shelter. Yeah. yeah a tiny box by the tiny way tiny box yeah. that maybe fit one other Cornetta. in there That's right. so 50% of the shelter's bread was eaten yeah. by them as they walk down the street. Um, and my last one, it's a huge one for me. I don't know if I want that ring. I don't know if yeah. I'd want to be proposed to that ring. Tough Maybe guy. people can yeah. speak up about this. They like it. It's a part mm-hmm. of the, it, it's a part of the story, but I don't know. I feel I, uh, that ring, he bought it with someone else in mind. And I know that it's a part of the story, but I don't, it just, and I know she wore it for a while. It's, I don't, I don't think know. There's a good way to end it. I don't know. With a proposal either way. I think yeah. if you have the ring, it's like, really? And if you don't, it's like, really? Like, yeah. either way, because her reaction to the ring is one of the most genuine parts of this film. It would like her just over the moon reaction to how amazing this ring is, is like really good stuff. And so maybe set a couple more stones in just so it's yeah, the same yeah, ring, it's but a not little, the same yeah. ring. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I I would feel weird about giving that ring, knowing all that. But uh, maybe they've talked about it. So, yeah. Dana, yeah, you guys took a lot of the big ones uh, between the hospital thing, the ring thing, the bread that was going to the shelter, <laughs> very big. A couple more. I don't think Zoe Deutsch's character knows exactly what a concussion is because she's in the hospital and the doctor's like, he's had a concussion, and she's like, okay, got it, and he, the doctor walks out and the nurse comes in and goes, give him a little bit of time for the memory loss, and she goes, you didn't say anything about memory loss. That is part of a concussion. That's part of what that is, is when you have a concussion, your your mind is not fully compatible with you with what you, with what you're saying a lot of times so that's part of the deal i don't know how to stop that for you but that's what a concussion means we do have a another bakery a baker in these movies that typically apparently never has to get up early in the morning to bake bread <laughs> and spends most of her day doing anything other than the like at one point we see her selling bread at night and it looks like she's been baking all day. It turns out she hasn't. Um, she bakes like one thing of bread and then she's like, well, she's on her third rye. And then we find out that when she puts a lo- loaf of bread in the oven, what she does while it's baking is, is she does a lot of thinking. <laughs> like if you're running a bakery, you cannot do a lot of thinking while you're bread is baking you gotta make more bread like you're selling that stuff it is not an heirloom she she's a baker and head chef of this restaurant that's right and And, is very chill with a very small staff taking long lunches walks along the east river don't worry about it net like to be a head chef and a baker is a lot and i I don't think they quite compensated for that uh, appropriately um I had a question, and it was, when did uh, Daisy and Zoe Deutsch's character meet before that scene at the end of the movie? What scene was that? The hospital. 
the hospital. The hospital. Okay, that's where it was. Okay, I can't remember what my weight what is then. It doesn't doesn't quite add up. <laughs> I got I got one more that I'll okay, give you. Okay, okay, here we go. So let's, let's we're getting back on schedule. Yeah, here we go. Uh, here I, we go. I, I, I got one more, and I know we've had some evil people, some evil Baxters out there. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything this evil in one of these movies. This guy knows, like, looks at you. See him looking at his bank statement. He no. knows the thing that he bought at Tiffany's. He knows the thing that he gave her is not what he bought. He knows it's not his. He knows that it's someone else's. He knows that it's worth more than he has. The person comes in and confronts him about it. The person knows that he knows. Everyone here is on the same page, and he looks at him, the guy that basically kind of sort of saved his life or is at least there for him, and basically goes, not my problem, finders keepers. Yeah. That is a monster. That is backsy. Yeah, yeah, that was... A level like where do you think it's going from there, bro? Do you think he's going to go well? Well, I guess it's right. Like nine tenths of the law is possession. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> of course, he's going to end up telling her, or she's going to find out. You think she, he's going to keep that a secret like his whole life? What was what was the rest of the steps in that plan? Like that that's not not well, right. He, if, if he said stay away from my fiance, so that should, yeah, you know, there it is, done and put, done. Put, put a force field around her. That's right. Know? Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Uh, it's time for Prime the Pumps, where we wonder what could have been. Maybe I think it's some clarity questions we still have. Uh, Alonzo, what are you still wondering about? I know this isn't something to bring up when we're talking about rom-coms, but I, I, it really hit me with these two, which is I don't trust people who are this into big gestures. Yeah. And, and there are so many big gestures in this movie. It's like, oh, my God, is this your entire lives together going to be one promposal after another? Or are you just going to, like, calm down and just, you know, like, do the day-to-day work of maintaining a relationship? Because I don't see it happening with these two because not having conversations is seemingly what they're all about. They could, as Jennifer Coolidge would say in Best in Show, they could talk about not talking for there hours. You go. I... I <laughs> I will say it is it is a dangerous game that the like the that grand of gestures in the first year of knowing them like you don't have any like where are you going from there like exactly. is it a full you know brass band for the next anniversary <laughs> with like a like it's really hard to like, and then that's what you know you see the high school kids doing the promposals and you're like bro you were just like why why have we started here with this yeah. I'm with you I'm with you on that yeah. Uh, shout out to Dave White in the background who thinks promposals are hilarious. <laughs> um, so Gary, we Gary at the beginning of this movie walks out of Tiffany's and bumps into uh, Daisy for a re- like I think he's just looking at his phone and then promptly just darts into traffic. <laughs> New York, baby. And they try to justify that by her saying later in the movie, sometimes he's so self, like he doesn't really know what's going on around him. That's why you'd walk out in the middle of traffic. <laughs> okay. My thing was, what's his deal? Yeah. Like, I think he might have a problem outside of just a concussion. Yeah. Because to to walk out of Tiffany's holding your phone, bump into a little girl and promptly walk straight into traffic. I don't know. I think maybe he wanted this to happen. I don't know what the deal was. That was the why did he why did they make him bump into her? I that I was thought was going to come back somehow. And then he just goes straight into traffic. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. That was wild. A wild turn of events that they don't really explain other than 
Because it's not like he's always on his phone either. That's not a thing that he does where he's like always walking around, big business guy with his. He's a tattoo artist. I, the whole like, yeah. if he's like a, a stockbroker or something, sure maybe. I don't know. The whole thing yeah. was weird of how it ended up happening. They also do the bit where he goes in and he's like, "Just where the uh, yeah, hi, I know I'm at Tiffany's. I just need the cheap stuff. Show me where the cheap stuff is." Which is a group of people. Like they would rather have something cheap with the blue box than something that looks good. So they're trying to paint a picture of who he is, but they didn't do him any service by having him bump into that person and just walk out into oncoming traffic like a dumb, a, dumb, a dumb child a child that's right yes yes I, I don't know if they needed that's him right. to bump into the child to no, then was, walk into traffic that, i don't know what that added up for the monster that he is okay. later that's uh, the goal there yeah, got yeah, it yeah. um i D- daisy was my uh what the hallmark prime the pump whatever because i do think she ages you know 10 years in this movie she goes from like <laughs> just like bystander to sage wisdom you know what i mean like the early in the movie she's very much just here for a quick line of like i like to do that and then later in the movie she's like dad you gotta do this and blah 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 and take blah 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 that like she becomes this person that has all this and so i I don't know if her early stuff was cut out or if they just wrote her more heavily later in but that was my my big question for the movie because she seems like a different character at the end of it than she does at the beginning of it yeah Fair. You go see Alvin Ailey once, and it's, you know, yeah. life-changing. <laughs> That's right. All of a sudden, you know. Uh, we did it, everybody. We did Congratulations. It. Another uh, Monday movie Christmas time. Um, also, shout out to all of the shows on Philo that talk about holes. Black holes. That's right. There's one about swimming holes. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of great. Get digging is what we're saying. Get digging <laughs> is exactly what we're saying. So just maybe go learn something about black holes if you want to. Yeah. Uh, next week. We are talking about drumroll. We're simply having a Monday Christmas time. Oh, I like that. that. Christmas in the Pine. Christmas in the from Pine. Up TV. Singular. Christmas in the Pine from Up TV. Mm, so just, they could only afford one pine. One, one pine. pine. That's fair. At least they're pine. honest about it. Up uh, looking forward to that. Until then, maybe the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bravel Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.